Hey everyone, thank you for joining me for Modern Heathen Man. It's Joe here and I'm with my wife Kelly. Hello. And we are confined to our home for a while, doing some stuff here. Um, last episode I talked about what you can do with your time for sitting at home and being confined to your house while this coronavirus thing um, pans out or gets rid of or whatever you want to call it. So what we're going to talk a little bit about today is Heathens Helping Heathens. Um, it's one of my big things. I believe that as heathens, we should do everything we can to help other heathens, um, help them along spiritually, physically, mentally, um, any way we possibly can, even with food, if they're hungry or whatever, you know, heathens helping heathens is the way to go. With that said, um, we had some friends over the other night, and the reason we had them over is their daughter is good friends with our son. And we know that they've been confined to their place as well. Um, we know that they were clean, so we invited them over, and we had some soup that I had made. I had made some soup from scratch. Right before the woman left, um, you know, I said to her, she's like, oh, that was really good soup. I'm like, yeah, it reminds you a lot of stone soup, right? She questioned me. She said, stone soup? With, like, a perplexed look on her face. So I explained to her the story of stone soup, and she was amazed by this. So, in case of the, you guys don't know, I will tell you the story of Stone Soup. Basically, guys traveling from town to town and gets to a town and says, Oh man, I'm really hungry. So, he tries to go door to door and get some food, and nobody will help him with some food. So, he goes and he sits in the center of town, starts a big pot boiling, goes ahead and throws a stone in the wind. And of course, now everybody's watching what's going on. So, they start coming out to see. They start questioning about the soup and saying, Oh, you know, this is. Just put a stone in the water. That's all he did. He's like, yeah, and he tastes it. Has another guy taste it. And says, oh, you, you know what? This could really use some salt. So the guy goes, oh, hold on. I got some salt. Hold on. So he throws some salt in there, and they taste it again. He's like, ooh, it's getting better. You taste it. And he has another guy taste it. I said, yeah, it's getting better. Another guy tastes it. And, oh, yeah. You know what this could really use? This could use some potatoes. Needless to say, he goes on this whole list of potatoes and vegetables and meat and other stuff like that. And eventually... They get a whole big pot of soup that the whole town shares. And the guy says, see, from a stone. Pulls the stone out, washes it off, puts it back in his package, and, or back in a satchel, and goes away. Um, goes to the next town, does the same thing. So there's an idea of people sharing things one with another in the sense that we come together as a community, give to each other, and we leave with a greater thing than we had to begin with. So someone may have just had carrots, some may have just had potatoes, some may have just had cabbage, but in the end, they had a beautiful vegetable soup together with a stone and a guy who knew what he was doing. So, with that said, in this modern heathen man, we're going to talk a little bit about heathens helping heathens, us helping one another through this time where our grocery stores are short. So grab yourself a cup, grab yourself a horn, grab yourself some mead, grab yourself some coffee, hot chocolate, soda, whatever you like to drink even just water, because we're all short of stuff right now, and sit down with us and enjoy us talking about heathens helping heathens through this time of crisis. Let's get right into it. So Kelly, my wife, decided that after this conversation, that she would go ahead and begin a Facebook group called Stone Soup. It's an open group. You can join it if you have people in your area that you know have resources and stuff, or just look for resources. It's turned into... Neighbors going shopping, people sharing recipes. Um, a neighbor goes shopping says, hey, does anybody need anything while I'm here? I'll look and see what they have, and then they'll drop it off at your house. 
you know, or just people offering food or recipes or things like that. Things that are easy to make at this time of crisis that we're in. Well, there's also resources for helping your kids get through school um, at this time. Um, sharing resources to entertain yourself. Sharing resources to keep yourself busy. Um, this morning, I found something about cleaning your house and how you do it like in an hour or so a day. You take one room and you work on that. And then the next day you work on another room. And, then I, and you kind of cycle yourself through the week doing these rooms so that you're not... Like, even if you are sick, you're not doing a whole ton of work, but you're keeping your house in order. Yeah, we kept it non-heathen. We, we want a lot of people to be able to get on there and do the stuff they need. Like, and again, not to toot our own horn, I'm not going to say this for this reason at all. It's not like that. So we went through our pantry yesterday with the boys, um, took stock of what we had. We had a lot of extra stuff. So what we did was we put it to the side, put it in a big bin, and took it uptown to the thing they have called the blessing box. Just a box that somebody built on the side of a building. They fill it with different things that people may need, and people are able to come and go and get what they need and leave with stuff that they may use or might need, period, or just don't have food for the day. Stop there, get some food, and go on your way. Right, so it's filled with canned goods, um, boxed goods, yeah. usually toiletries. some toiletries and such. So what we did was we, were, we gave some of this food away to some of our friends who could use some of it. Um, basically did a food exchange. So, like, we gave them some things that they could use. They gave us some stuff that we could use. Whatever didn't go that way, we gave to this blessing box. And, honestly, the person that was there that we just happened to run into was grateful that we did this. Yeah. Not not for the sense that, like, we did it and we expect to be praised for that. It's not what no, we did No, 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 no. That's not what we We did for. it because it was extra. We couldn't find anybody to take it. We just wanted to make sure that whoever got it was going to use it for the good. So instead of throwing it away or just setting it out for whoever to willy-nilly come take it, we put it in a place where we know people come to and right. receive those goods. Again, people helping people. Not just heathens helping heathens, not just Christians helping Christians. Absolute people helping people. Right, and she said this is exactly what we need at this time, is neighbors helping neighbors, people helping people. And one of the things, one of the reasons I created this was because... Um, we've been doing this for, what, uh, five or six days now, mm -hmm. where one of our neighbors says, hey, I'm going shopping. Do you need anything from the store? Or we'll go out shopping. Hey, do you need this? Because they have it here right now. So we, you know, it's kind of a cooperation thing. And yesterday it worked out for us in a couple of ways. One, we, able, we were able to give a whole pantry full of stuff away. Um, a, a whole big Rubbermaid tote from our pantry to give away. Um, and, but we also did a food exchange yesterday for, with some other friends of ours. So they came over. They wanted a sourdough starter that we had made. And we said, hey, we have some extra. Yeah. Would you like some? We got some fresh herbs out of yeah, it. Yeah, we got some fresh herbs out of it and stuff. And, and yeah. um, my son, one of our friends gave us a cake mix. My son was all about making this cake last night. So he made this... He did Double it food almost, cake. Yeah, almost all by himself. He's almost 10. He did it almost all by himself, made this cake, and he was so insistent about making it, and it was good. It was really good. Um, but we did, you know, it, it helped everybody out. My son felt better about being home for the next two weeks because he got to make something he's never done before. Um, people got to have food for them for their houses, yeah, and we got some fresh herbs that are in the fridge right now that I'm going to dehydrate tonight or tomorrow. Yeah. But so... This is this is a great thing for communities. Yeah, I mean, people right now are facing really uncertain times. Like, you know, I've talked to people who are, you know, literally crying because they don't know if they should pay their electric bill or buy food. 
I mean, it, it's that stressful right now because they may not work the next week, not have money for food for them and their kids. What are they going to do? How are they going to make ends meet? How are they going to do this? How are they going to do that? And it's really str a stressful time right now. If we can help one another through all this, I think it would benefit everybody involved. I see a lot of churches stepping back from helping people because they're afraid of get mass gatherings. And usually that's what happens when churches give out food. They have mass gatherings of people that all come out and all need the food and everything else. And they're shying away from that. Um, the schools are shying away from giving the lunches at the school because they don't want the gathering of people there. So we're really stuck in the sense that we don't know how to help people right now because most of the places where we help people require a mass gathering. Right. So us being the small group that we are, and we're used to being small groups in heathenry, um, we're able to go ahead and connect with people on a personal level. I mean, even if you just drop the stuff at someone's door, they spray the container with Lysol, bring it in their house, unwrap the food, are able to take it, put the container back out where you pick it up later, you're good to go. I mean, exactly. that's just, it's real simple. Um, us helping each other is the key right now. The other thing is this may, I don't want to say this way, this may actually put you know, our religion in the forefront of how we're going to continue surviving when other people are not. They don't understand how we've done it for so many years because we're so used to living off the land. We're so used to being closer to nature. We're so used to being people that share with one another consistently that it's just normal for us every single day to do the things that we're doing here at this right. point. Um, one of the things that's becoming more and more scarce in our area is actually meat. I don't know why that is, but yeah. like meat is becoming very scarce. So one of the things that I shared on the group yesterday or the day before was how to prepare a squirrel for cooking. Yeah. I think that's important. If you can go out and trap a squirrel or shoot a squirrel, if you have the ability to do that in your own backyard or somewhere close by, do it. Do it because that's meat for your family. Yeah. I mean, and deer, if you have access to shooting a deer or, or a wild hog hogs, or something yeah. like that. And I've seen um, a lot of people on social media saying, we are not going to report you if you are hunting for your family. Yeah. You know, and it may be out of season, but they're not going to report you for killing an animal and feeding your family at this point in time. Yeah, I mean, I got a freezer right now that's about half full of game meat, so we're good with that, personally. But, I mean, I've given away some deer sausage and some other stuff to other families. And, I mean, it's not the greatest thing in the world when we wrong, but it's a lot more than what they had if they had nothing. Right. Um, the other thing I'm doing is, you know, chickens. I mean, so I want to have chickens so bad. Get free eggs, get free meat if you have to, to slaughter your chickens. And I know a lot of people don't want to do that, but that's, you know, if push comes to shove here, that's what we're going to have to do. And Joe had actually talked to our mayor in our small town yesterday about, look, now is the time to push the issue for, because it's illegal in our town right now to have chickens, to have ducks, to have rabbits, to have any type of livestock like that. Yeah. Um, if your neighbors consider it a nuisance. Um, so you can have them as long as your neighbors are okay with it. Um but there's no real guideline for it. I right. said, now's the time to push for that, to say, yes, you can have it. Yes, we're going to make it a city ordinance that you can now have the right to farm in your backyard. Yeah. Because chickens produce eggs, produce meat. Pro yeah. you know, you they can... help tear up the land. They get rid yeah, of insects exactly. and pests and things like that. You know, this is the opportune time to push for this. Rabbits produce, you know, meat. They produce fur. They produce... Um, 
their poop, which are actually really good for the soil. Right, and you chicken know, fertilizer, yep, too. Yep. Also, uh, ducks. You know, duck water is great fertilizer for um, different things and in the yard. And duck poop. And duck poop, right. So, plus they produce eggs, plus they produce meat. I mean, these are all things that are not like cows and horses and things like that that are real livestock. But they lump them in the livestock, but these would be great things for, you know, us to have in a yard that don't require much upkeep that could eat off the land. I mean, even goats eat off the land rather than themselves, and they produce meat, they produce milk. You know, these are small things that are not any bigger than dogs most of the time. Right. I don't understand why our cities don't allow us to do this, and now is the opportune time for us to do that. So, and understand why we want to do that, because now we'd have fresh milk, we'd have fresh cheese, we'd have fresh stuff to trade with other people, fresh eggs... Um, and the meat, I mean, just the meat alone, you know? Um, in fact, some of our friends and I, well, some of our friends and we were talking the other day, um, if stuff starts to get really bad, they are looking at coming to where we are because we have friends that have 15 acres of land. Yeah. We have people we that have We have two and skills. a half acres of land, We have yeah. two and a half acres. We have people that have skills that can slaughter, that can hunt, that can produce clothing, that can blacksmith, that can do all of these different things. We could almost make a whole town mm. self-contained unto itself with the resources and the people that we have available to us. Yeah, here the fishing is real abundant. We can actually go catch fish, you know, and, and do stuff like that. I mean, it's just so much abundance here that, you know, we barely have a winter here where we are in Alabama. Right. So there's no real downtime and the animals do really well here. So, I mean, we have to look at it and we have to look at our neighbors and see what our neighbors have and what they don't have. And see if we can help them along. Um, especially our elderly neighbors. Those that are around us that are sick already. Or just can't get out and do the things they need to do. We need to really start looking at them. And you know, we really need to start sacrificing to air for health. healing and health. Yeah. You know, Yord and Idun to bring those apples of you know, everlasting life to the gods so they can help us get through this trying time. Absolutely. Um, tear for justice, you know, to be done for those who need the justice done. Um, it's a good opportunity right now for us to really, as a family, start sacrificing what we need to sacrifice, doing what we need to do, building our altars, actually really practicing our, our path. Faith. Yeah, to, to the fullest. I mean, we have nothing to do other than sit at home. Why not learn about our faith and our path and everything else? Um, there was one person, I don't remember their name, I'm sorry, um, but they are working on homeschooling their children while they're out of school, and they're out of school for, I think, the next month or so. Mm -hmm. um, they extended how long they're going to be out. So what they've done is they've taken an idea, and they've made a Facebook group. It's called Mamir's Noggin. There's only about five members of the group. Mm -hmm. However, what he's what he and his wife have done, they're teaching their children a rune a week. They're teaching them a plant a week. Mm. They're doing some other activities, and they've been sharing resources um, from places like Little Peg and Acorns, which is um, a homeschooling curriculum right. for uh, pagan families, which has on it different rune classes, different god classes, different things that you can do. I even saw pagan Mad Libs that I'm actually going to print out for our son today because nice. he loves Mad Libs. Like, that's his obsession. And uh, there's a whole a whole worksheet of them and they're all free printables which is really nice that you have the ability to do that um there's other things that they've shared like aquarium um 
tours and museum tours and it's all about families sharing resources that they have to help keep their kids occupied entertained educated yeah well and i want to add to something here i mean as much as we want to take care of um those people around us we also have to remember those people's pets um one of the best things we got the other day was somebody came to our house out of the blue which is one of the families that we we deal with and they brought us two bags of cat food knowing we have a cat they had some spare cat food. They said, you know, we have two bags of cat food here for you. They brought us two bags of cat food knowing that our pet needed cat food. Right. Uh, it was great. It was one of the, the best things yeah. that ever happened. So share your resources for pets. And we have some exotic pets, too. So um, one of the groups we were on, they were looking. We have two jump, jumping spiders, and we have a tarantula. So crickets are readily available. That's not a problem. Yeah, here for but, us like crazy. But um, our jumping spiders eat flies. And some of the people are having trouble getting flies because they, uh, the, the fruitless, the fruitless, uh, the what, flightless fruit flies yeah. is what I'm sorry. Um, they were having trouble because Amazon is not shipping anything that's non-essential right now. And that's where they ordered their flies from. And the group got together, the community of people who love these spiders, got together and said, "This company, or this pe these people are still selling them, and these people are still selling them, and these people are still selling them." They'll go through and they'll, um, you know, share those resources and stuff too. So that was really neat to see. I, what I'm really enjoying is seeing these people come together as communities, putting aside their differences and saying, hey, let's help you out here. Let's help you out here. Let's help you out here. Let's." I think it's great if we can all get together and do that, regardless of what our faith is for anything. Right. Let's get together and help each other out as much as we possibly can. Right. And this is our opportunity, too, to, to show our neighbors that we're not just weird people. Oh, you yeah, know, absolutely. You know, so that we're not just you know these strange people that believe in these weird gods that do this weird stuff and you know I, i've here in this community people have truly accepted me as a heathen no matter what i mean everybody knows that i'm a heathen everybody knows that i'm not a christian and everybody knows what i worship but they don't think we're weird people they think we're just the guys down the block you know yeah i, I mean i work in fast food and like everybody sees my thor's hammer out every day they don't question it they just know that you know, I'm a nice person. I, you know, I care about my customers, especially my regulars that come mm -hmm. in. And I'm worried about them because most of them are elderly. Yeah, and we're I worried about our community. We care about where we live. Because because my job, they've totally closed off the dining room area and stuff. Everybody's coming through drive through I haven't seen my regulars in a long, in a week or two. I'm really worried about them. Right. And my run for mayor is going really well because people have been calling me. They, they know I have the ability to, to sway stuff in the city. And when they've been having problems, they're trying to figure stuff out, and they're calling me and contacting me. And, I mean, it feels really good. It really does to know that these people are accepting of me as a heathen and understand that it's not just some weird thing that I do. So it's yeah. our opportunity to really get out there and show our neighbors who we really are, what we really do, and what we really believe in. I mean, even if it comes down to you know, having a small ceremony and sacrificing for one of your older neighbors that are sick or one of your new younger neighbors that are sick, you know, Say, oh, I'm going to do a sacrifice for you today. You know, I'm going to sacrifice some meat, or we'll have a service in your honor today, and you know, honor you with that service. Hopefully, we can get you well again. Right. I think that would mean a lot to people. So. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot we can do, um, and a lot that you know you can do individually or as a small group wherever you are right. as a family. Um, Lay. There's just so much that we can do. Yeah. Uh, maybe you don't have the resources to do something. Um, 
you know, huge or anything, but maybe you know something that somebody else doesn't know. Maybe you have some information that you, that, or, you know, herbs in your garden that might help with somebody else's food, or, you know, maybe you're growing carrots that you can help somebody else with, or potatoes, or anything like that. I want to add one other thing, too. We have all these heathen businesses that we know of, and just like every other business, they are down right now. And most of those heathen businesses are primary businesses for people. This is their livelihood. This is where their food money comes from. This is where their money for their children's clothing and everything else and their comes rent from. Or their, their rent and their mortgage. Yeah, their mortgage or... All that good stuff. Please remember them. I mean, even even if you just want to send them 10 or $15 and say, hey, we're thinking about you, um, here's some grocery money, or send them a, you know, a, a card from Walmart and say, go get some groceries or something with it, or a grocery store that's local to them, they can use that right now. I mean, that that would mean more to them than you can ever imagine, I'm sure. Exactly. Um, but we got to remember them, too. We can't forget them. Um, and we can't forget ourselves. I mean, I, I don't mean to say it that way, but we can't forget ourselves. We can't get locked into helping everybody else that we forget to take care of ourselves. We need to take those precautions, the six-foot distancing, the cleaning our hands, um, things of that nature. We want to make sure that we are set in what we're doing before we try to help other people as well. Yeah, um, if you, there are resources out there to help you out with that as well. Um, we found a resource for signs to put on our door because I have a heart condition and lung condition. Joe had pneumonia last year. My oldest son has asthma. We all could be immunocompromised in right. some way. We all could be susceptible to this more than some of the general population. So we've put signs on our door that we found a resource for that says, stop, leave the things at the door, or leave yeah. the things outside. If you need to get a hold of us, call Here, us at this phone, phone number. number. Yep. Um, call us here, because we can't be around a huge right. population of people. Yeah. With that said, we have a tote that we can put out in the yard. So if we know someone's coming to pick something up, we put the tote out in the yard for them to come pick it up so we don't have to actually see them. And I know that sounds like we're being jerks, but at this point we're not. We're just saying, hey, we got this for you. You can come and get it. Let me know what time you're coming out. I'll put the tote out. Or we'll see them pull up. I'll walk the tote out, put it on the porch, walk away, close the door. They can get on, grab the stuff out of the tote and go. Yeah, we actually had somebody come by the other day to repair some furniture. And they uh, we asked them if they that they do not come inside because they do come in contact with quite a few people mm -hmm. um, every day. And... We're they like, obliged by doing the repair outside. Yeah, they, they said, well, we'll do it outside anyway because um, we have to do some other stuff. So I'm like, okay, that, that's great. That, that actually works out perfectly. Mm -hmm. So they actually did the repairs outside for us um, knowing that, you know, they're – and they're trying to do their best too. They, they've said that they're yeah. sanitizing everything in their store. Um, they are, you know, taking the precautions. They're asking everybody to pay online, doing things that are important that way as mm -hmm. well. Yeah, we all we all need to do our part, but in the same token, we all need to do our part. Um, we look at other people around us and make sure that they're getting the stuff that they need or contact somebody who can help them to get the stuff that they need. Um, learn some resources that might be around you for people to go to. Learn, learn your local food banks and stuff like that. And maybe, you know, tell them where they are or, you know, offer to go pick that up for them or something like that and then drop it off. But, you know, if we're healthy and we're good and we're able to go do that stuff, why not? Right, exactly. Um, things like if you have the ability to put some stuff out, like we found this blessing box in town the other day. 
that's a great resource. Nobody has to touch any, you know, no, there's no yep. human to human contact there because you're putting it in a box, leaving it there for somebody else to take yep. out later. Heck, even build your own blessing box in your property. Exactly. Put it up That'd front, fill it yourself, yeah. and whatever, you know. Um, I've seen communities turning their little free libraries into blessing boxes for the time being, which is yep. a really great idea as well. Yep. So, I mean, just put some stuff in there, like some canned meat, a couple of canned soups or something like that. And, you know, people can live off yeah, of that. Any you know? non-perishable item would be great. Yeah. And, and remember pets. Pets are important to yeah. families. And, you know, uh, a friend of ours um, has a service animal, and he's not able to get out and get food for his service animal. Mm -hmm. So we had some extra dog food that we provided for him for a couple of days of food. Yeah. Um, you know, in return, we got cat food, yeah. you know, for our cat. But, you know, we're all helping out each other out, so. Yeah, we all do what we can for one another to help each other along the way. So um, with that said, I want to thank you guys for joining me for Modern Heathen Man. Thank we you hope, so much. I hope this was pretty informative for you. It's not very long. We only took uh, 25 minutes up. So um, I hope you all are doing well. I hope everybody's not sick. Um, those that are, I hope you get over it really quickly. And uh, we're thinking about you. You're not alone. So Yeah, absolutely. You're not alone. We're all here rooting for you all. Yeah, we're all trying to make sure that you get the stuff that you need and get done what you need and not using up the resources. So... Um, to those that are healthcare workers, thank you so much. To those that are the truck drivers, yeah, the truck farmers, drivers, the, the farmers, the essential grocery people, grocery store in life. workers, and you yep. know, all those people that they said that it's not a uh, glamorous job. It's not. It's not a uh, skilled worker position, yeah. but you're still out there working. I would say we it's not a glamorous you. job, but who's the star now, right? Right. Anyway, so thank you guys very much for all that you do every day. Thank you for the time that you put into it, and thank you for the selfless acts that you're doing right now. Absolutely. So with that said, I want to thank you all for joining Modern Heathen Man, and hopefully see you guys in a week. Bye.